it's Antje Boyd and Broderick Boyd and we're the creators of the Magnetize Demand Summit so really excited for you to jump right into the next interview because we have created this for you to stop attracting emotionally unavailable men overcome your trust issue and so much more so you attract that right man for you that makes you feel seen cherished and supported mm-hmm can't wait to see you inside the interview and get you on the path to magnetizing your man once and for all See you there, look forward to it. Mwah! Hey, it's Antje Boyd with the Magnetize the Man Summit, where single successful women crack the attraction code and live the happily ever after. And in order to live the happily ever after, we have to know one thing. What is the true feminine and what is the false feminine? So I invited a very special expert here with me today, who's Candice Onida. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Antia, dear one, how are you? Oh, don't you love that Australian accent from, from Candice? <laughs> I should have said g'day. G'day, mate. G'day. <laughs> so let me tell you a little bit about Candice. She's an international speaker, founder of Feminine Success, international and Australia's number one feminine success mentor. Her background in corporate Australia for 12 years and then starting up five successful companies with up to $1 million in annual earnings led her to be to the realization that feminine principles were sadly lacking in the business world. Isn't that so true, Candice? And she's a passionate, she's really passionate lady, let me tell you about instilling feminine values, skills, and practices into her own businesses, as well as teaching others how to do the same in their work, life, and relationships. With 20 years of deep spiritual training in meditation, transformational studies, and research, Candace brings a depth of knowledge and personal experience to her speaking programs and private mentoring sessions. Candace has personally taught over 120 workshops and worked with over 15,000 women from all over the world on the topics of self-development, meditation, sexuality, and of course, feminine power. <laughs> wow. Welcome, Candace. We're really excited to hear your wisdom today. Mm, thank you for having me on the summit. I'm very honored to be here and to be speaking with you today, Antia. And ladies, you know when it's going to be good interview? It's when the guest and the host both wear the same color. Ha! There you go. <laughs> and we didn't plan it either, without right? Without bloody, without bloody. <laughs> <laughs> We're similar coloring, actually. So I think we wear similar colors, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Exactly. We're actually probably both, yeah, on the palette the same. So Candice, tell us a little bit about like, how did you get into being so passionate about feminine leadership, feminine power, and, and really having it be embodied. That's a beautiful thing about you. You're really embodying those principles. Mm, thank you. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've really been researching it for the last 20 years. And yet, you know, it... <laughs> You know, you research something and then you apply it, but then you don't even realize how much you're compartmentalizing your life and you're doing one thing from one part of yourself and another thing from another part of yourself. And it took me, you know, 12 years as a corporate woman in Australia. And then at that time, I'd started up four of my companies. So in my early 40s, what happened is I found myself 
completely exhausted, burnt out, overwhelmed. And I was in the middle of my fourth company at the time with my partner. And then, um, you know, I just, I went down and then I had a bit of a perfect storm where I had a car stolen and then my partner took my company from me. And so <clears throat> it's one of those things where literally everything was taken away and, you know, because I've had a long-term, lifelong spiritual practice, my spiritual school took me in and I went into full-time meditation. And, you know, what I realized, you know, in the silence of practice was that all, you know, all of my preceding success, frankly, whether it was uh, me in the corporate world or the way I was running my own companies was largely done from my masculine. And I had this sort of deep welling inside me, this huge desire to really not just discover, but implement what it meant to be feminine and how I could then apply that into my life and work and relationships and be equally so or even more successful in all of those arenas. And I realized that it was not just going to be my own personal plight and passion, but that this is really going to be my next you know, purpose was to show women how to do the same, how to become powerfully feminine from the inside out and how to live their life, work and relationships from their, or largely from their feminine side. And I love you're really embodying so much to me, the balance between the masculine and the feminine, right? Because, and I love we're really talking about what women perceive to be the feminine, which is the false feminine, mm -hmm. and what true feminine is that women might actually resist because they have a misconception around that. So let's dive into it just because I'm so excited about this topic, Candice. So tell us a little bit about what is the false feminine that women get really caught up in? Well, let's just give me, a, I'll just give you all a little bit of a background as to how I came to this realization. that There was a difference between the false feminine and the true feminine. Perfect. I've also been trained as an astrologer for over 20 years. And in one of the main things we're taught in astrology is what's called the higher and the lower mode of all of the planets and all of the planetary forces that you're working with when you're reading someone's chart and you're getting to work with astrology, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, in my plight to go, okay, I just want to start my next company from my feminine. I, I don't, you know, I just can't keep doing it like this. It's literally not sustainable. Um, I had this huge epiphany. Oh my goodness. I can see that people are so confused about what masculine and feminine mean out there. Like they just don't know. And I had this epiphany that the reason why they don't know is most of the time they're perceiving it through this lower mode or this false level. So my epiphany was, wow, we need to apply this concept of feminine and masculine to higher and lower mode too. Mm -hmm. And that's what became my true and false feminine and true and false masculine. Now, I teach women now, so I'm not teaching them how to be masculine. But um, what I realized was I had to create a whole model around what the false feminine was and what the true feminine was to illuminate to, to women what they were wanting to head toward. Now, so what I created was the true and false feminine model Oh, the, false, the, the feminine archetypes, I call it, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you a gift at the end of this called the Feminine Archetypes Blueprint so that you can actually have a look at this and get to know it yourself. But in short today, um, I have uh, two archetypes of the false feminine and two archetypes of the true feminine. Mm -hmm. And what I call the false feminine are the maid and the princess, and the true feminine is the queen and the priestess. 
And the reason why there's two different archetypes per one is because they operate a little bit differently. And it's also so that we can start to see in ourselves and in others, not as a judgment, but just as an observation when somebody's in their false feminine, when somebody's in their true feminine. And I just want to state here clearly that we all have triggers that make us fall down and fall into the lower mode, the false mode at times. So I created this model as a way to create clarity and illumination and a pathway towards something that was clear uh, so that we're not just sort of waiting in this what's true and what's false and not knowing the difference, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I love that you talk about this and I'm really excited to hear more about it because Candice, sometimes we simplify things in life, which is actually very dangerous versus making very needed distinctions that actually help us, right? To have the best yeah. life possible, the most fulfilled life possible. Right. And, and, you know, when we're learning something, as you know, Antia, we need models and they say that, that when people are learning something new, we, we, we make things a little bit more complex at first in order to get and gain simplicity across time. Mm -hmm. Without the clarity of something like a model like this, then... Well, in terms of relationships, people don't know why they're constantly in conflict or they're attracting the wrong kind of person. And I'm doing this thing down here in the false level because what ends up happening is when women are stuck in the false feminine or the false mode, they end up attracting the false masculine. And that is a world of misery for everybody. <laughs> Nobody's happy there. It's a world of conflict and fighting and needs not getting met. And it does not have to be this way <laughs> because when we learn how to actually step into the queen, step into the true feminine, ah, and we start to own that in ourselves, to embody it in ourselves and to love everything that that is, we then are in a position to attract a king because we resonate at a different level when we're here. We literally see different men. I remember when I started dating again after I'd sort of become very clear on my values and, and my boundaries and all of the things that I represented before I went into the dating world again. Um, and when I turned the dating apps on and I turned up in my queen, it was like, it was like a, a totally different type of person was visible to me and I was visible to them. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Totally. Well, you attract to your being, right? And so let's talk about how does a woman know when she is in her maid or when she's in her princess? Okay. So let me just sort of broadly speak about the false feminine before I go too deeply into the archetypes. So we could say that in the false feminine, a woman is perceiving herself as underneath things. She's perceiving herself as outside of something. Excuse me, I'm just playing with my audio so I make sure I can hear you. Um, she sees herself, especially the princess sees herself as uh, she looks to the world around her to justify herself or to reflect back to herself who she is. And hence she ends up totally influenced by media and marketing and external influence. She ends up thinking that if she looks and behaves a way that either media or actresses or other people behave, then she'll get her needs met. And so she's very externally referenced. Now, the, the maid is a lot more of a um, sort of downtrodden. She's more the victim. She's, she doesn't see that she's valuable, that she's beautiful, that anybody could really love her. 
and or or that she has any sense of inner power um the princess however ends up sort of trying to get power through conflict and win lose type of dialectics oh interesting doesn't sound mm. princessy at all <laughs> you know like <laughs> to create conflict right and uh, you know one of the things that i speak about in my women is um you know, the disservice that Hollywood and Disney have done to us in creating this mythology of the Disney princess, Hollywood's mythology of how sexuality is just this five, ten minute glorious orgasm and, and you know, love's always this sort of perfect line and everybody's happy in the end and nobody actually has to learn anything new to become successful in relationships, <laughs> right? And as you know better than anybody, Ansia, there are things to learn to become conscious and successful in relationships. And in my world, we have to learn how to get out of these, uh, this lack of embodiment and these beliefs that keep us outside of ourselves in the false feminine and then step into the true feminine where we start to own and love our body. We start to shine from inside out <laughs> and we start to walk around in our value and that we are valuable just by our presence and our being without having to necessarily open your mouth and definitely without having to do or lead anything in the relationship dynamic. Mm. Yeah, so I'm sure a lot of women resonate with that, that they're stuck in that. And so what is then the true feminine? So, yeah, I just spoke about it a little bit then. So the queen, you know, I, I speak about the largely, you know, at first what we've got to do is, is really get into the queen. So the queen is somebody who is very clear on who she is. She's clear on her value. She's engaged in life. You know, she's got a full life. She has a sense of fullness of friendships, fullness of purpose, and fullness of, you know, other things she does, you know, for, for activities or, or hobbies or sense of self-expression. Um, I can promise you as a digression here that, that, you know, a true king does not look for somebody who's going to make him uh, her everything, right? He wants somebody who's very full in herself. And so in the true feminine and true masculine, we have two very full people who come together in union. Um, and that is a very different story than when in the false feminine, false masculine, there's this desperation or need for the partner to fulfill you. Mm -hmm. So in the queen, we're fulfilled already. You know, we may not even be actively looking or we're not seeking for this partner because we're empty or that we're lost without partnership. In fact, in the queen, you can really desire you know, a good and a strong partnership, something where you've got two powerful people who join with each other, yeah. but you've got a strong sense of self. Mm -hmm. And one of the big things about the queen is she's very embodied. Mm -hmm. She owns who she is. She, she's embodied in her heart. She's embodied in her womb and she really owns her pussy and her sexuality. And, and she knows that these domains are the domain of the feminine. And that this is a massive gift to the masculine in her life. Now, whether it's a partner or any other men, when we own our true feminine, we're much more generous and we're much more gracious. Mm -hmm. And we can actually be in a position to serve those around us, around us, whether it's our community or our lover, our partner or husband or our children, in fact. Mm -hmm. 
And, and, and Candice, we're talking about owning, the, you know, and so let's talk more about what that actually means, owning the queen versus, versus whatever, versus the opposite of that. Yeah, good question. Well, I think the thing is what we have to be compassionate about is that the false feminine is hurting. Mm -hmm. She's hurting inside. She is, uh, she's so full of wounds and hurts and baggage and past stories that the truth is she has to do the inner work to resolve those things before she's going to be able to maintain herself as a queen. And so, again, my model is not so as to look at someone derisively or judgmentally. It's to actually see them compassionately. And, in fact, when you fall into your false feminine, to be compassionate with her. Mm -hmm. So we need to bring compassion to this story when we're, we're, we're seeing either the false feminine or the false masculine. And we're not talking about the masculine, of course, today. So we need to do the work. <laughs> we need to do the inner work. And then we need to learn what it means to be in the true feminine. And, you know, I think one of the ob objections I sometimes have to my work is women go, well, I'm a woman. I, I should know how to be feminine, right? It's like, well, maybe we should. But if it was anything like it is for you that it was for me, I didn't have role models, mentorship or guidance. I had nobody to show me how to do what is inside you. Yes, it's inside you, but it's deeply buried underneath this wounding, this scarring, and of course the indoctrination and the habits of the world around us that have taught us to be one, overly masculine, or two, stuck in the false feminine, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So it takes learning, it takes training. And it takes, you know, I was talking about yesterday about the pendulum, right? Because we're living sort of in those extremes. And when we're just in those extremes, you have so much momentum that just pushes us to the next extreme. And we never have the chance to end up in the equilibrium unless we're letting go of that resistance to the extreme. Do I hear you right in like how you explain that? You know, I'm not, I'm not sure because you might have been speaking to somebody else about a different model, but, you know, in, in, in the way I, I speak about um, polarity first, when we're talking about masculine and feminine, we're talking about masculine and feminine polarity, as you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about being polarised. I mean polarity, as in it is an important and powerful thing for mm -hmm. us to be strongly in polarity in relationship. Why? Because if we're kind of denuded or I'm more in my, in my masculine half the time or we're kind of not really masculine, not really feminine, and we're in this sort of central territory where nobody's able to be really feminine and really masculine, a lot gets lost. And I can tell you the first thing that goes is sexual polarity. Like if a man isn't strongly polarity to the masculine and a woman isn't strongly polarity toward her feminine, especially in the relationship dynamic, you know this, Antia, you know this well, right? Mm -hmm. Then sex is going to disappear. Then you might start to become more like buddies or friends. And look, we, we deeply desire friendship in our relationships. But if you're losing this dynamic that happens in polarity and it's beautiful. This dynamic of polarity creates incredible, creative, joyful, enthusiastic communication, sexuality, uh, adventures and dynamics between men and women. And we want this strong polarity to be in play. 
Yeah, so definitely, I totally agree with that. And it's really about, you know, what I'm really getting from what you're saying is also when, when you're really embraced and when you're really compassionate with all those parts inside of yourself, yeah. then you can also be that to your man and your man feels safer to go more towards his edges that he otherwise might not because he would be afraid to overstep boundaries or hurt you or, Absolutely. or even be judged. Absolutely. And because you work with Brody, right, you know so well that men in our modern world today too are being taught to not be allowed to be totally masculine and in their true masculine. And this is a travesty of our time is honestly the truth. And so this, the world is desperately aching for men to be able to be in their king and women to be able to be in their queen. Because from the perspective of the queen, right, so back to the true feminine, mm -hmm. in the queen, just like Auntie and I have been friends and collaborators for many years now, right? In the realm of the queen, there is no competition. There is only collaboration. There's only community. There's only support. And all we see is that we want to elevate people into that different viewpoint and standpoint of themselves because you literally see things differently. There's no such thing as competition. Even if Auntie and I taught exactly the same thing, which we don't, but even if we did, it doesn't matter because there's so much space and spaciousness up here for everybody to attract the perfect clients, the perfect people to them, and of course, the perfect partner to them where there's no competition with anybody else because you are the people that are supposed to be with each other. Absolutely. And that takes really trust. Uh, you know, trust is really something that I feel the queen and the priestess have and but the princess are made not so much. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they, they've lost trust. They just don't believe in, you know, the faith, don't have faith in the divine. They don't have faith in human nature and they don't have faith in themselves ultimately. Right. So, yeah. you know, my whole byline in my YouTube channel is, you know, when you have the courage to go out there and shine, you give others permission to do the same. Right. Mm -hmm. And that we're here to become powerfully feminine from the inside out. And you can't get inside until you own yourself and you face yourself. And some of the facing of yourself is facing some of the hard, ugly stuff that goes on inside of us, but doing it with compassion in order that it gets resolved and healed, right? Yeah, totally, totally. Well, Candice, as we're coming to an end, tell us like one story <clears throat> of a woman that you worked with who you really transformed, who was in her mm -hmm. false feminine and is really owning her true feminine um, and can't even imagine going back. Oh, absolutely. So I'm thinking of my, my dear client, Sarah, who um, when she came to me, she was a, you know, a very high level corporate sales diva and still is actually. And yet she had this sort of string and slew of relationships behind her where when we started to look at it over time, we realized that she'd gone into more of a protecting or mothering di di uh, dynamic with these men. And as you know, Ansia, when you go into the mothering dynamic with a man, you actually emasculate him, right? So unwittingly, she was protecting these men and they were getting attracted to her because of her own inner wounds and scars, right? So we did a lot of work. They ended up being look looking at a lot of childhood trauma stuff. And then she started to own that. And then she did my Powerfully Feminine Intensive training. And she methodically learned how to apply 
the feminine arts and skills into her life and work. And then what started to happen is her work started to change. The men around her that she worked with started to respond to her differently because she wasn't afraid to turn up and be feminine and be successful. And then in the last 18 months, she actually um, attracted this beautiful man who's a total king, who totally takes care of her and loves and adores her, loves that she's smart and savvy and successful, right? Yeah. But totally takes care of her and she's letting herself be taken care of. She's letting him lead now. Yeah. And so she's not emasculating him unwittingly and she gets to let go and be in her feminine now. And this relationship is literally like night and day compared to the previous relationships that she came to work with me about. Ah, oh, that's such yeah. a beautiful story of <clears throat> possibility and, and really gives the women hope. So Candice, yeah. for the women who are like really enamored with your energy, with <laughs> thought in the last 30 minutes and just really want to enter your realm, your world, like what do you have to, you have like a free gift, like archetype gift, I think, right? <clears throat> Yeah, what I'd love to give you is a, um, a direct copy to what's called the Feminine Archetypes Blueprint. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a little booklet. It's only 14 pages long, but I go through the four feminine archetypes in detail, um, what they are, and it's going to help you to understand where you're at now and where you want to go, which is obviously the true feminine. Now, at the end of that, you also, it's a bit like a second gift, you can have an opportunity to take my quiz called the Feminine Archetypes Quiz, in which you just do, it's very fun and easy and light, and you will get a good uh, vision into where you're at now, in order that you can then work out where you're going to and where you need to get to. So I'd love to give that to you um, as a gift, the Feminine Archetypes Blueprint and the Feminine Archetypes Quiz. Oh, wow. So generous of you. And I personally love quizzes, finding out about myself. So ladies, I'm sure you're the same. So click that link below. Everything is below. Um, so you can sign up for that. So thank you so much for really honoring us with your presence today, Candice. My pleasure, sweetheart. It's always beautiful to be with you and to sit with you. <laughs> oh, thank you. And for the ladies, I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Was that absolutely delicious? We just love how every single expert has those juicy pieces of wisdom for you to enjoy. Look, if you want to own the entire Magnetize the Man series, we invite you to get our Magnetize the Man VIP All Access Package. Not only will you own the entire video series, but also you will get our Magnetize the Man Masterclass that teaches you the three-step formula, step-by-step -step on how to attract the right man for you. You also get some other juicy secret trainings and a one-on-one -on -one call with me where we personalize your individual journey to attract that right man for you as soon as possible. So look, to get that, click the link below that says get access now and you get it all. Own the entire series, including all the juicy bonuses, well worth over $1,400 for nearly the fraction of the cost. All right, we will see you in the next interview. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah.